Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. This is WEEI Late Night with KJ Carson on WEEI. We saw both uh, Matt Patricia and Joe Judge uh, taking turns on uh, play call duty tonight on the offense. Is that the plan moving forward, having them switch back and forth? And do you plan on naming a, uh, a single guy or going with both? Yeah, well, you know, we, we did this game. We, we did a lot of things in this game that are, you know, going to be beneficial in the long run. So whether it's on the coaching staff, playing time, players played and so forth. I mean, that's all you know, part of the process. Pats Nation, welcome to the offensive coordinator dating game, and it's offensive. Our first candidate has that outdoors rugged look with the Ticonderoga preparatory pencil sharpness. His coaching record of 13-29-1 screams dullness like a dollar store crayon. While his specialty has been on the defensive side of the ball, his offense was offensive in Detroit. In his best season, they were 25th in points, 21st in yards. Welcome to the offensive coordinator dating game, Matt Patricia! Hey, it's easy. I'm only the messenger here. All right, our second candidate, the face of NFL privilege that set off alarms across the media two years ago when, named head coach of the Giants, it's as if he's won the lottery without actually buying a ticket, and that's privilege. His expertise has been all well-regarded special teams coach, but as a head coach, boy, it's been special. Two straight years, his team's ranked 31st in points and yards, and in 2021, his team's had the third-worst point differential in the history of the Giants, and they're an old-ass football team, and the worst since 1980. Welcome to the offensive coordinator dating game, Joe Judge! I'm your host of Late Night. Okay, yeah. This is worse than the dating game. Hokier than ever. Joe Judge and Matt Patricia. It's the offensive coordinator dating game. How are you? Yeah, yeah. This is... This is a reuniting of sorts, Justin, you can kill the music so that way people won't misconstrue that the dating game music is playing and that the two of us are reunited. You have to clearly state those things. So welcome back to the show, Justin! Well, welcome me back to the show, too, gosh. There you go, man! You never called me after our last date. No, totally kidding. But look what's going on here. This is pretty much a dating game going on in front of us. Is it going to be Matt Patricia? Is it going to be Joe Judge? It's all to win the heart or mind of Mac. Is is this what we're doing here? Because guess what? Uh, neither of these guys are going to win Mac's mind. Because after all, that's why Mac was the quarterback day one last season. Correct? Oh. Oh, yeah. Last season. See, last year at this time, there was a thought of, hey, you know, Cam Newton's get all these first reps, snaps in these games. And you remember the Philadelphia game and Cam looked pretty good. The odds makers in Vegas moved the, the Chiefs, I uh, moved the, 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 the Patriots from a, 30, a 35 to 1 favorite to 28 to 1 just because of that one game. And then the underlying thing happened that we all know that happened in the room that happened when Cam went to go see his <clears throat> personal physician down south, what that was all about. Yeah, the arm was shot. And yeah, it was going to show up later. But it just expedited Mac into the seat of quarterback. And let's just face it, you got great results. 
better than expected. The expectations were managed very well. I said the relationship with Josh McDaniel was going to prove very vital for not only Josh McDaniel, but for Mac, Mac Jones, because let's face it, when when, Matt, uh, when Josh McDaniels came to the Patriots, was he really going to like suddenly coach up a two-time winning Super Bowl Tom Brady? This was his first chance to really get his hands on somebody, not named Jimmy G. And so here we are a year later. For the Mac's heart or his mind, is it going to be Joe with his strong jaw or Matt with the rugged outdoorsman Patagonia look? All make me throw up, kind of. So, after the post game, which Mac didn't play, I'll get to that in a second. Uh, Belichick, what, what's the benefit of like having like going back and forth between these two guys? Bill, what were some of the benefits of having Joe and Matt call plays tonight? I thought it would be a good, a good opportunity for us to do that. Boy, that's a great starting dating answer. See, I thought it would have been pretty interesting if the Patriots were chosen to play in the Hall of Fame game because that is the game that I said maybe Mac Jones doesn't play. But you get a week and a half later after that game and the Patriots' offense is just absolutely sputtering and somehow this is a new offense with no new people. <laughs> I'm still trying to figure that out. You don't play Mac Jones at all? Is it because you might be ashamed that Mac's heart is being broken by these two guys you have in front of him? Matt Patricia and Joe Judge? Could Mac be writing secret? Okay, he's not writing secret love letters to Josh McDaniels. But it makes interesting for this offensive coordinator dating game that's going on that you don't make a decision. And so I was laughed out and chided Ah, KJ, it won't really matter. Bill's got this all under control. Mac's not going to need an offensive coordinator. And as I've said in the past, you don't think Millie Vanilli would have had a chance if they got a second album and sang their own songs? Oh, yeah, that's right. They didn't have those producers anymore. And look what happened to them. Who is your coach matters early on. Forget all this stuff. Is it similar to Brady in his second year? He had a very seasoned Charlie Weiss, who had been an offensive coordinator for years upon years, even with some pretty bad teams. I mean, come on. Charlie Weiss was the offensive coordinator for Dave Brown, I believe, for the Giants, going way back. And he was horrible. Like, what Daniel Jones is now, that was Dave Brown like 20 years ago. So you had a seasoned Charlie Weiss coming in who was already here with a growing Tom Brady, that when Charlie Weiss decides to leave, things are in place. He's learned from a master. But who is the master on the staff right now? Who? Like, I don't know if you watch these old kung fu movies, you know, like Shaolin Master used to come on, you know, know, what's now a Fox affiliate now, but it used to be like UF 48 or something like that. You're like, hey, you know what? (laughs) It always seemed to have a teacher as he got ready for the next level of fighting. KJ, late night, 617-779-7937, text line 37937, still to come. Uh, yeah, Tom Brady's on his way to the principal office. I'll explain that. But let's go to Paul in Rhode Island. Man, thanks for calling late night. You're on the air. Hey, thank you for taking my call. First time caller. Hey, Paul. Let, me, yes. let me explain to you this way. You had two coaches Joe and Pat and Patricia, they went to under 500 teams, okay? All the money in Ford. Forget about the Ford Motor Company, okay? What do you expect them to do? What do you expect them to do? You got Joe, George, Joe Judge talking like a Marine to uh, non-Marine a men. Team. Yeah, non-Marine yeah, like, men. Yeah. Oh, they, they, well, guess what? You can block as much as you want. There's no more uh, that type of coaching going on, uh, and, I, and I'm being serious. Uh, and I don't mean Belichick to talk like that. I love Belichick. I, I, I love what he did, and I and I appreciate what he did. But this Woody Hayes type of coaching, this barking of Woody Hayes type of coaching, doesn't work anymore in the NFL. We have our own offensive. Well, my, well, my thing, my my concern about Patricia and Drudge is not the barking; is that they have no bite at what they're doing. 
Right. If you're telling me that, hey, Correct. Matt Patricia Correct. is going to be some Correct. type of advisor to the offensive coordinator. Let's say you're bringing in some young guy and Matt Patricia yeah, yeah. says, exactly. as a defensive exactly. mind, my point. here's where I see your deficiencies, Mac. If I was a defense, this is how I would prepare for you. But his job is to map out and how to move through a game. So I don't know how, from a military perspective, if you're thinking like, uh, what was the game that used to play where you put the battleship? That's what it was. You had to guess where the the coordinate, right? You know, the whole thing with battleship is that you had to have an idea of how you were going to point your ship in which direction to be uh, uh, offensively uh, dominant in the game, right? It was an analog game. They made a digital version. It wasn't as good later because batteries would cheat. But in other words, you'd say, hey, look, is my opponent most likely going to run something ship diagonal, or are they going to put it straight in the middle of the board? You know, it was. It's all about can Matt Patricia or Joe Judge be able to game plan those situations when they oversaw people. Um, your guy Jason Garrett, who went to who was who was the head coach of Dallas, who's supposed to be a top level yeah, head, co- exactly, you know, a top exactly. level offensive coordinator. Another, and, another marine, another marine. Yeah. Well, here, but here's the thing. They will tell you that you need to get results. So it's great that you're up by 7 a.m. every day, but if you're not getting results done, you might as well go back to sleep at 10 because Joe Judge picked a guy that ended up giving <laughs> exactly. him 30, exactly. the second worst offense for two straight years and the worst point differential, meaning they they couldn't score. The, 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 the worst since 1980 and the third worst in the history of the Giants. And Joe Judge oversaw that. So in the military sense... Hey, if I'm the general and you're the soldier, if the soldier does something commander. in my hey, right, right. If my commander comes yeah. to me, I've got to answer for the soldier. Thanks so much for the call. I what? feel like I, I feel like I should have enlisted. No, I shouldn't have. I've got flat feet. That's what kept me out. But yeah, don't give me this whole shebang Chinook Nook song of, well, you know, they were overseeing bad teams. You were brought in to make change. Hell, Matt Patricia had Matt Stafford. And Matt Stafford would throw you the ball, and he couldn't get it to 13 29 and 1. That's Matt Patricia's record with Detroit. Joe Judge, I'm even going to save you the numbers. I think it's like 13 and 32, something like that. It's absolutely atrocious, like 10 and 32, something like that. And here these guys are going to be in charge of Max Mind because they're not winning his heart. You can clearly see that right now. And 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 maybe that's why Bill didn't play Mac. I, I, I mean, here's here's more Belichick. Like, who's going to call the plays? Are you worried about that, Bill? Do you know if one will call plays when the regular season arrives? Yeah, well, don't worry about that. We'll, we'll work it out. Oh, my so we God. We, we're going through a process. Just like everything else on this team. Do you know Just- if- just like this offensive coordinator dating game that we're all watching. I've been saying, I, and you know what? I'm going to look, there's, there's this kind of this word out about me, KJ here on WEEI, that anytime you hear him, he's going to sing a song. That's not true. But I will reference the damn thing. Don't worry about that. We'll, we'll yeah, work it out. We'll work it out because in, D, in, in February, I said, look. How does this make sense for a guy who's acumen for everything and control over his team thinks that mm, with a second-year quarterback that, let's just face it, in a game I chose to have him throw three times because of the wind or something else doesn't need a coordinator, doesn't need someone to map out games with him while I work on, I don't know, fixing a defense that didn't, Allowed the offense for the Bills to get off the field in the last game? This is this is crazy. 617-779-7937, text line 37937. KJ Late Night here on WEEI. We'll continue this conversation on this undecision of this offensive coordinator dating game that's going on, plus what's going on with Brady. But right now it's time to trend with Justin. The Greg Hill Show, weekdays 6 to 10. Now, here's what's trending on WEEI. Here's what's trending now on WEI and WEI.com. The Sox beat the Yankees 3 to nothing on Sunday Night Baseball. Michael Walkoff, the IL, seven scoreless innings with nine punch-outs. That's just one shy of his career high. 
The Sox and the Pirates play the first of a three-game set Tuesday night in Pittsburgh. 7-5 first pitch across the Shaw and Star Market. WEI Red Sox Network, Shaw and Star Market, perfecting the art of fresh. Be sure to tune in to the Visit Massachusetts pregame show at 6.05, sponsored by the Massachusetts Office of Travel and Tourism. Start your Massachusetts summer adventure at visitma.com. Nick Pavetta gets the ball on that one. Another quick note on the Red Sox. They optioned Jalen Davis back to Worcester as Kike Hernandez makes his way back after being on the IL since June 8th. Elsewhere in baseball, the Rangers have fired their manager, Chris Woodward, as they sit at just 51-63 and in third place in the AL West. And Dodgers ace Walker Buehler is done for the season as he will go undergo elbow surgery. And finally, the Patriots welcome the Carolina Panthers to Gillette Stadium tomorrow for joint practices ahead of Week 2's preseason matchup with those aforementioned Carolina Panthers. Tuesday and Wednesday's practice sessions will be open to the public. I'm Justin Turpin. That's what's trending now on WEI and WEI.com. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? You spend only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. You're listening to WEEI Late Night on WEEI WEEI and streaming everywhere on the Odyssey app. And we've said this throughout the offseason. We're giving the benefit of the doubt to the Patriots on this because of Bill Belichick's track record. But there is not another team in the NFL that would be approaching it this same way. Late Night WEEI. KJ, thank you so much for staying up this late and of course listening on the odyssey app it's absolutely free just type in weei 93.7 you're here or your alexa device say hey alexa well first tell alexa hey alexa close window that about the blow up dolls and play weei on 93.7 and it'll bring you here i can't do for you what the doll may do for you ask politely of course though yeah well yes of course now i can be a bit plastic for you if you need to but i i try to be the genuine thing i'm fleshlight that's bad. That was Tim Hasselbeck on ESPN saying, look, if any other of the teams at the NFL were doing this right now, everybody would be screaming, what the hell's going on? But because Belichick's got a resume and some cachet, I get to pass. Uh, why? Now, I'm going to tell you right now, I've been a Belichick disciple since I was a little kid, Okay. Bill Parcells grows up eh, not too far away from me. Yeah, the Giants are a big deal. Yeah, Harry Carson and my father look like twins. My dad is golf with Lawrence Taylor. These like, We go back for our enjoyment and love of what Bill Belichick's mind is. But I'm like the modern-day wrestler. 
I'm not a good guy or bad guy. I just call it like it is. I might smack a couple of beers together because K.J. Carson said so. But you got to call Bill out. If you have what potentially can be your future quarterback, and let's just face it, if he keeps getting better and better and better, he will ask that same bill potentially for $40 million a year. That's why I think that bill is probably out of here before that money comes up. By choice, not by force. I, I, I would bet the farm, the mortgage, your mortgage, that Belichick is not going to get fired by the Kraft family. They're going to let him exit out the way he's going to want to, but it's not going to be pretty. And Bob Kraft already kind of hinted at that at the winter meetings. We haven't won a playoff game in three years. End quote. So for Bill to not show some type of, I don't know, like maybe like in the office place, right? If you're back at the office. And if you know that your boss has a propensity to come around on Tuesdays around three o'clock to just kind of huddle up, are you going to take lunch every Tuesday at 2.45? Now, you may have the right to, but guess what? Eventually, they're going to come to you and say, like, okay, so you're not going to make an effort to at least take your lunch around 1 o'clock? I mean, I can understand if everybody's at 12. You're not going to, make, you're not going to at least make an effort to get an offensive coordinator in here? You're going to bring back a couple of guys, you know, who pretty much kind of flunked out of NFL coaching college. <laughs> you know, your posters are still up, you know. Still got his Backstreet Boys poster up in his in his in his dorm room there in Foxborough. He's got his beard again. Doesn't have to do the press conference with the clean shaven face like he did for Detroit and the corporate corporate family folks he's working for in Matt or Joe, who's under the thumb of the the Mara family, who's long had a history of New York snobbiness to them. I'm just kidding. They called him and said, KJ, would you work for us for five million dollars? I'd be like, they're the best folks in the world. I know how to do that show, trust me. And here both Judge and Patricia back home. And their reward for their failures in this NFL jungle. I mean, did I mean Romeo did like imagine if they did this with Romeo Cornell. I didn't work out with you in Kansas City, didn't work out with you with the Texans. Come back and be the offensive coordinator. <sighs> what would be said then? Oh, what does he know? He hasn't won. He's a defensive guy. That's what I'm saying here. Why? The lack of effort in even bringing in, even bringing in someone and telling them no. Like, you didn't even interview anybody outside for the job. Well, in this offensive coordinator dating game, let's hear from contestant Matt Patricia on his thoughts of play calling. Matt? Yeah, just picking a play caller, I know, um, you know Coach Belichick has said we're going through a process just like everything else. What is your understanding of the nature of that process? Is it competitive? Is it collaborative? Is it a little bit of both? What, how would you characterize that process? I mean, honestly, it's it's just collaborative from that standpoint. You know, I mean, um, we, we follow Coach Belichick's lead. You know, I mean, it's obviously we're just I'm just trying to do my job to the best ability, whatever he asked me to do uh, on any given day. And that's the beauty of it. That's what I love. You know, it's always kind of uh, new and exciting and challenging from that standpoint. But really just, you know, we're all just working together right now, which is the great part about it. You don't feel like- Did he say love, exciting and new about it? Oh, God. It's not competitive. It's collaborative. We can share. Yeah, if you're married, ask your wife if you'll be able to share. Yeah, she'll share attorneys with you. Take half that ass from you. Yeah. Make a decision of who's going to do it. You know, we're all just working together right now, which is the great (sighs) part about it. Yeah, I love the group love. I love the Grateful Dead. I just don't like the Grateful Dead group love approach when it comes to who's going to call the plays for a pretty good second-year quarterback. Now let's go to contestant Joe Judge on why would you come into this potential triangular love affair? It's obvious that defensively between Steve yep. and Rod and Bill, it's a collaboration. Yep. Offensively, it seems to be very collaborative, too. So yeah. That seems to be almost a, a veer away from what people think of Bill as being kind of authoritarian. It sounds as if it's everybody's input, everybody's input. Am I off on that? Without going too far into coach, and without going too far into a lot of things, I would just say this, that... Um, Sometimes you work for somebody, and whatever the outside perception may be, the truth inside is completely different. There's a reason I came back here. 
there's a reason I wanted to be here. Uh, there's a reason I wanted to work for him. Um, in terms of the level of football you learn working here, in terms of the level of conversation and education you get by having back and forth with it and working and evolving, I've never been around a more flexible football person than coach. And I say that in a very complimentary way. He's flexible in terms of whatever's going to be best for our team right now and going forward, that's what we're going to work on. And that's our job. And that's really what's helped me learn and see the game a different way. It's not about having one system, one way of doing things, and then go ahead and saying, this guy's got to fit this piece, this guy got to fit this piece. You know, coach is involved with all three phases, more so than any other coach in the entire, you know, I'd say in all football. In all football. And that's been true since I've been here back to 2012. In terms of being here, it's a great atmosphere. If you like football, you like learning, you like working and proving, this place you want to be. Oh, any woman will tell you if you have to use too many words to explain your feelings that maybe you don't know your feelings. Just saying. Competitive and flexible are Joe's words. Oh, I'm sorry. Conversational and flexible. And Joe, let's face it. <laughs> the NFL sure showed the Giants how flexible they were. <laughs> 31st in offense for two straight years? Boy. Talk about missionary. This is sick. And it's pathetic. Because what it's doing is hiding the inevitable, which is this is a very bad team. Very bad. I One time I had hopes of maybe a 8-9 and nine season and steal a couple of games. Then started seeing practice. And then when a game situation happens, because you're like, wait, they're about to have this competitive practice here. You know, they'll be eight. No. That's when there's a water jug like closer to you than normal. There's no vendors. There are no hot dog sales. There's no crowds, really. I want to see what you can do on a real field. And here's what's fascinating about this coming Friday night's game. Is the Panthers literally have to spend half a game playing two NFL-ready quarterbacks, no matter what you think they are. But you could probably say Mac Jones better than Sam Darnold. Ah, you can make an argument that Baker Mayfield may be better than Mac Jones. Are we going to play Mac Jones just one series on Friday? And then get ready for his sensei for the final preseason game? Yeah, well, don't worry about that. We'll, we'll work it out. Yeah. Yeah. It's not going to work out. I can't see how this works out. I, I've, My numbers have come down on the page. Look. Vegas at BetMGM, they are really tickling the the taint by saying that, hey, will the will the Patriots win eight and a half games? And the money is on over eight and a half? <laughs> it's like that old Bugs Bunny thing when that donkey turned the head turned to a sucker. Because that might be four or five games, Jack. And this is why you're not seeing Mac Jones early on. Because what would the verbiage be across Sports Nation around the entire New England area if the Patriots were looking like duds with Mac Jones in there doing four and outs and at home and the boos start coming? But I like conversation and flexibility. And it's kind of a collaborative love effort. It's football. It's going to be ugly. All right, about a week ago on KJ and Don Darrow, Sunday show here on WEEI, 9 a.m. to 11 a.m., while I was discussing what was happening with Deshaun Watson and people were kind of like, oh, they should throw the book at him, the, the accusations are absolutely horrible. And while I agree the accusations are horrible because accusations tend to be horrible, I was saying, hey, look, there was a precedent of why Deshaun Watson got six games, even if there's no precedent. It's like, well, you know, Ben Roethlisberger uh, did buy alcohol for underage girls, and one of those girls turned around and claimed him a sexual misconduct. And that same year, Ben Roethlisberger settled out, of course, on a rape case in Vegas. Roethlisberger's got, Roethlisberger got six games directly from Goodell, and it was reduced down to four. No one was saying, hey, Deshaun Watson should get less than six games unless you're Deshaun Watson. And not that I agree or disagree, but I understand where he would come from with that. And so at that same time, during that same week, came the story about Tom Brady um, being in conversation with the Miami Dolphins. 
And what I wondered out aloud was like, uh, hello, that in deals with the integrity of the game. Oh, well, you know, they talk to people, and, you know, usually it's the teams that get paid. Well, wait a minute. I was asking, wasn't Deshaun Watson's situation something that they called unprecedented? And they're ready to suspend him for a year. Take the money and make him go to counseling. Here's Chris Broussard on Fox Sports Radio, probably after I said this on KJ and Dundera a week and a half ago, WEEI, people tend to listen. I think that's why I'm only here a couple days a week because you don't want all my stuff showing up on television. Justin, here, hit, hit Chris Broussard. The first thing that came to my mind was why isn't Brady suspended? Look at you, Chris. You sound like me. Unbelievable. Well, uh, no, I'm just saying. I mean, I, I like stop. Tom Brady. I'll be the you first to admit it. that. You can stop it. As soon as I heard Rob Parker in there, I was just like, yeah, that I think that just, just, that just solidifies. The guy who hates New England the most probably listens to us the most. They're like, you know, there's a brother we could steal from. Like, like he's an old blues artist. We'll call ourselves Led Zeppelin. I'm sorry. But listen to Goodell's language of why I was saying a week and a half ago they need to have a conversation about Brady potentially being out for an entire year, Don Yee probably being out for two years, and Sean Payton, why he jumped off the ship because he probably knew the Pirates were coming to get that booty. Here's what the anti-tampering policy found on three separate occasions. One, the Dolphins had impermissible communications with Tom Brady in 2019-2020 while he was under contract to the New England Patriots. Let me read that again. The Dolphins had impermissible communications with quarterback Tom Brady. <laughs> let me get to oh, number. Man. Let me get to number two. The Dolphins again had impermissible communications with both Mr. Brady and his agent during and after the 2021 season, while he was under contract with the Buccaneers. Do you know the difference between? Statement one and statement two. See, because so many people were saying, oh, well, that's his agent, and it's the other team that reached out. No, in statement one, the Dolphins had communications with Brady. In statement two, with both Brady and his agent. And in statement three, in January 2022, the Dolphins had impermissible communications with Don Yee, the agent for Sean Payton. Okay? So, There are two situations here with Brady. One, where the league is saying the Dolphins talk to Tom straight up. And on the second one, they talk to both Tom straight up and his agent. And what I was saying on the air a week and a half ago was like, look, if it happened only once and it was only Don Yee, you can't necessarily touch Tom Brady. That's the Dolphins going to Yee, Yee going to Brady. Brady says, I have nothing to say. There's nothing to say. Story's over. All on the Dolphins. That's the old way. But in this new precedent and how things have changed and how things are going to be different and how Deshaun Watson is going to come to heel, we're going to get a lot of that money back. Where does this fit with Tom Brady? Where does it fit? Because in statement two, I'll read it again. The Dolphins again had impermissible communications with both Mr. Brady and his agent during and after the 2021 season while he was still under contract to the Buccaneers. And Tom just walked away from practice because it's personal? It could be. It could be. But it's going to be a very long personal. You don't find it ironic that he's taken off the field when they're about to do joint practices between... The Bucks and the Dolphins. KJ Late Night here on WEEI, 617-779-7937. Let's go to John in Springfield. John, thanks you so much for calling. You're on the air. Yes, uh, thanks for taking my call. Um, my viewpoint on the coaching, uh, who's going to be coaching the offense, is it's going to be Bill Bel- Belichick. Um, he's 
he's going to have his um, you know, say on any important calls, and they're just going to be there to relay the call to the um, to their quarterback. Now, as far as the punishment, um, you know, the six games, um, you know, I think a lot of times the punishment goes according to um, how popular you are, um, what the uh, crowd is saying, you know, the uh, spectators, and also the timing on when you did it. Um, in in uh, college, if um, there is sexual um, harassment or assault, you know they would it would just be a three hundred thousand dollar payment, and you know to the uh, woman that was attacked, and it would be whitewashed. And you know, did um, Peyton Manning ever get uh, any penalties for that? Uh, get, uh, wash and a lot of it, like I said, it's who who's the most popular as to what happens yeah you thank know, you um, yeah thank you so much for the call yeah I, I you know but this is where popularity can't play into the factor of it right because if you want to say that i mean at one point the league suspended paul horning and uh for gambling right like you're out for a year and he was like the top running back you know back in the day like my dad's day so my granted the nfl wasn't as big as it is now but at the end of the day you know like are you going to equal justice under the law, or are we going to play America, right? Like, are we just going to – I'm just looking at some of the suspensions, right? So here – and here's where we are in society where it's much easier to say, yes, socially, that's wrong, get rid of them, because a lot of it goes along with take away their money. So you look at, like, Pac-Man Jones, which is really kind of like the genesis of kind of like, okay, things are kind of getting out of control in this league. They, they suspended him for an entire year because he attacked a stripper and threatened a, a security guard's life, right? So these are the things you're like, okay, these guys are out of control, uh, at, you know, out there doing crazy things, right? And so you get a lot of two games, one games, four games. Pac-Man Jones is in there. Uh, Marshawn Lynch gets three games in 09 for violation of the personal conduct policy. Then you stand in like six games, which I mentioned with Ben Roethlisberger in 2010, that's personal conduct policy. So that's like another benchmark there, right? And then it just gets quiet for a while. And then all of a sudden, here comes like uh, uh, Anthony Hargrove and the Bounty Gate with, with uh, and Jonathan Vilma with Bounty Gate. And now you're starting to say, okay, you can suspend a guy for paying out bounties to hit players. And I'd say, yeah, because that involves the integrity of the game. You can't be bounty hunting and paying money for it because now you have an incentive to damage players in the game in an unnatural way. So Jonathan Vilma sat out a whole year. I, I mean, it's just amazing. You just go through here and it's just like, okay, Josh Brent, 10 games, violation of the personal conduct policy, uh, convicted of manslaughter, right? So these are the things you're like, these are social, but you don't really hear a whole lot of, you know, like people who are affecting the games. Vincent Jackson got three games because of unlicensed driving. Right. So these are things, you know, Ray Rice really is is probably another marker back in 2014, you know, from his domestic violence incident that was caught on videotape. And because it was on videotape, it became like this, this new watermark that the NFL had to do something. So four years after Roethlisberger is when Ray Rice happens. Right. But again, all of these things are involving things that are going on off the court or off the court or off the field. Uh, the guy from the Jets, if you remember, he got four games for uh, punching the jaw of New York quarterbacks, Geno Smith, during the locker room. Right. So he got four games, you know, personal conduct, personal conduct, personal conduct. But let me get all the way down here to this year. And this is what a lot of people have been talking about. And I'm talking about uh, uh, Calvin Ridley. Calvin Ridley is out for the whole year for betting on games. And people are like, it was only $1,500, and that's not the point. You're affecting the integrity of the game. If you have inside knowledge and use it, it's why Pete Rose will never be in the Hall of Fame. Brother, you bet on games. You can't bet on games. And now here we are with Tom Brady, who's suddenly stepped out of practice. 
There are reports that it isn't necessarily a personal reason. And I seriously believe that in private, because it will be a firestorm if you've got Deshaun Watson on one end of the spectrum, of the social spectrum, and people were just screaming. I was like, man, if you just paid him like 40 bucks an hour, people wouldn't have screamed as loud. This really comes down to. And then on the other end of that spectrum, Tom Brady, who, according to a report by Goodell, not an independent arbitrator, this is uh, Goodell, and and no, they hired a person who used to be with the SEC. So this person who investigates like insider trading, in essence, that's what's kind of going on. At least twice, Tom Brady directly spoke with the uh, spoke with the Miami Dolphins, and you're just going to let that slide. You know, players are talking about this without saying anything out loud. <laughs> Justin, that's why Kyle Trask got 33 attempts in that last game. You, boy, you really better get ready <laughs> in that preseason game. And Brady's he's not te- even close. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Brady's telling you that he won't back, be back at least until after the after the second game of preseason. And you don't play your starters in the third game. Now, granted, it's Brady, and you probably feel like he doesn't have to play the preseason. But he's not around for practice. And you don't believe at some point, in some quiet area, Roger Goodell, Don Yee, some attorneys, having some preliminary talks of what may go down and how to and how to release this out. <laughs> Tom Brady's about to go play baseball for the <laughs> for the Birmingham Barons. I'm kidding. And he already has a suspension history. Yeah. You know, hey, you know, some of us, well not me, but they have this term called repeat offender. Three strikes. You know, some of these laws in society created to just make sure that you come back. Yeah. Technically, on their books, Tom Brady would be a repeat offender. The guy got four games for possibly knowing about deflated footballs. Now and he's I, actively I, talking to another team. I, I never believe the inflated football thing because, you know what? You If you believe that's the case, you you do something to the team. Right? That is a team, man, that's a team manager responsibility. You take that up with the team, not with an individual. I mean, why not hit the running backs with that? You carry the ball. You receivers too. They all get. They all, why don't they all get four games? They all. They all threw around the same supposed deflated ball. I never really bought that one. But tell me, you don't find it coincidence that Tom bought a house in Miami, and now it's found out that he was talking to Miami. Look, look you can buy a house anywhere you want, but you're going to then rent one in Tampa. <laughs> I don't think you were expecting to rent one in Tampa. It's going to be very interesting to find out what really has kept Tom away. If it's for personal reasons and involving family and health, God bless to the Brady family. I really hope everything turns out. I understand. But if it's also about this report that nobody seemed to talk about, it wasn't as loud as Deshaun Watson. And this guy was talking to teams during the season. Two different teams. He's under contract. He's done this. For, he just do this with the Patriots. According to this report, he was under contract with the Bucks, and this was going on. You you don't think this might not have something to do with why Bruce Arian said, yeah, I'm going to go upstairs. It's all very interesting. But next here on Late Night, bets to the future. We'll look at NFL futures. We'll go through a couple and put a parlay together, Justin, that pays over $10 million. That's next. You're on Late Night WEEI. Thanks for hanging out. If your day sounds like... We need the report ASAP. You deserve Medella. If you've persevered through... You deserve this rich golden lager with a crisp but refreshing taste. Or if you overcame... Two more reps, two more. You deserve this ice-cold reward. Medella, the markable fighter. Trick responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field. It is high. It is far. It is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field. It's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to AtBat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.
Late night, W-E-E-I. It's KJ. Thank you so much for hanging out. 617-779-7937. Text line 37937. Keep that going, Justin. Since I made the reference to being like an old bluesman, getting my music stolen from me, and we'll call it Led Zeppelin. <laughs> I had a song you like to hear. Here go. I'm kidding. Yeah, j- you know what? Justin, I appreciate you being here because literally, I want to say the last time I saw you was you were doing Red Sox and it was the July 4th weekend. That is right. And the last time we worked together, this kind of broke my heart before the show. I'm not going to lie. I went to edit the trending and the trending said the Celtics are going to the NBA finals. Wow. It's been a little while. Wow, you you think you think they were getting you think we get they were thinking we get a little too cozy at this time of night and that could be like intimidating to some you know they were like wow like like you've even told me your mom listens to the show and, and for those who follow like demographics you know, the station's not really supposed to be for females but if there's something that KJ guy could bring late at night uh, why not so I appreciate everybody who listens at this time of night when I'm here you know I, I there's no way I can even promote that I'm here I don't want to say you know hey when the Red Sox are not on I might be here so that's not fear to do. So, no Red Sox game tonight. I'll be here. Uh, still to come, we'll talk about the Red Sox, what they need to do uh, this week, or there are no more weeks. And KD to the Celtics, oh, it's it's a nightmare, and it's even going to involve my Thanksgiving dinner. But right now, it's time for Bets to the Future. Hit it. You're up right now. Ride it out. Too many mouthfuls. You mean bet? Yeah, how about 10? Seems a little steep, but 10000 Not $10,000, $10. I read the future. Into the future. Or that's just a lot of Steve Miller I've been token on. All right, we'll look at some of the winners predicted by BetMGM, what their odds are. I'll put together a parlay for you. It'll pay it over $10 million. I don't think they're crazy. All right, Justin, for AP MVP winner, the odds on favorite Josh Allen at plus 700 or 7 to 1, Patrick Mahomes 8 to 1, Brady 8 to 1, Justin Herbert 8 and a half to 1, Aaron Rodgers 10 to 1, Joe Burrow 12 to 1. Who do you like in there? I hate to be lame going with the favorite, but there's just no way you don't pick Josh Allen after looking what they did last year, and they only got better. So I'm going with the Josh Allen. I'm going to go with Patrick Mahomes because he has a chance to do a rediscovery story. The whole narrative is that there's no Tyreek Hill. I don't think that's going to be a problem with the Wild West shootout, AFC West. Patrick Mahomes at 8-1 to one is the second best odds, and I we don't know what's going on with Brady. I like Patrick Mahomes at plus 800. All that, right. That loss of Tyreek Hill doesn't scare you at all? Not at all. When you've got Travis Kelsey still there, I, I, think, they'll, I think they'll be more than okay. All right, AP Offensive Player of the Year. Jonathan Taylor leads the pack at nine to one. Cooper Cup twelve to one. Justin Jefferson twelve to one. Derrick Henry sixteen to one. Debo Samuel twenty to one. Devontae Adams twenty to one. Christian McCaffrey twenty to one. Who you got? I like Devontae Adams on this one. I think he has a huge year with Derek Carr. I'm with you again in that AFC West shootout. When I think the Raiders are going to be kind of the odd team out, but will always be in a fight. Therefore, they're going to have to throw the ball a lot, and you're going to see Devontae Adams with probably close to 130 catches. It's going to be absolutely sick. Like I'm the with Cooper you. Cup of last year. There you go, except for without winning a Super Bowl. All right, AP Defensive Player of the Year, Miles Garrett at 7-1, to TJ Watt 7-1, to Aaron Donald 9-1, to Micah Parsons 9-1, to Nick Bosa 14-1, to Darius Leonard 20-1. to Who do you like in that group? It's hard to go against Donald, especially with given how dominant that team is. You see the Seahawks twice a year. You're going to see Trey Lance and the 49ers twice a year. I'm going to go with Donald. I'm going to go with Micah Parsons just because they were willing to give him such a, a high honor last year, a defensive player, the re, uh, rookie defensive player of the year. I think he'll still be the stories. If the Cowboys compete, they'll win the uh, NFC East with no problem. But if they get a win and a big defensive stop somewhere in the game and Micah Parsons in the middle of it, I think it's the crowning of the next great uh, defensive player for the Cowboys. All right. Uh, offensive rookie of the year. This kind of tricky. Kenny Pickett at eight to one. Traylon Burks at ten to one. Brees Hall at ten to one. Chris Olave at ten to one. Sky Moore at ten to one. George Pickens at ten to one. Who you like? 
I love Pickens. I'm buying all the Pickens hype, watching all these preseason videos. I love it, and the Steelers can draft receivers very well, so I go with Pickens. I like Chris Olave because I think with Michael Thomas coming back, he'll be able to see some open receptions. If you're looking at Chris Olave getting maybe 65, 70 receptions and possibly going over 1,000 yards, it'll be pretty interesting, which leads to the AP Comeback Player of the Year. Derrick Henry at 3.75 to 1, three, or 375. Jameis Winston, 5 to 1. Christian McCaffrey, 7.5 to 1. Baker Mayfield, 11 to 1. Daniel Jones, 14 to 1. Who do you like? Derrick Henry by a landslide. I don't think it's any close. Yeah, I don't even think Derrick Henry's comeback is going to be as comeback ish. Maybe eight, 900 yards, which would be good for anybody else. But I like Jameis Winston at plus 500. Kind of a sneaky one because, again, with Chris Olave there. And then finally, AP Coach of the Year, Dan Campbell, 10 to 1, Brian Dable, 14 to 1, Kevin O'Connell, 14 to 1, Brandon Staley, 14 to 1, Nathaniel Hackett, 16 to 1, Doug Peterson, 16 to 1. You like any of them or you like the field? I would like the field on that one. Though Staley would be interesting, but after watching that wild or that week 17 game last last year that kept them out of the wild card, I yeah. just can't go with Staley. Like, is your decision making any better? Exactly. I'm with you on the field. I like Mike McDaniel. I I, I think he's going to pull off something. In Miami, that's going to impress some people. And they'll say, you know what? He's going to do a better job than I think Dable, who was the early favorite. But Dan Campbell, I think only because the Lions are on hard knocks, is why Dan Campbell is in that lead. So check out this parlay. If you put together Patrick Mahomes as MVP, take Offensive Player of the Year, Devontae Adams. I'm sorry, Mahomes, that's plus 800. Uh, Devontae Adams plus 2,000 as the Offensive Player of the Year. Defensive Poi, Michael Parsons is plus 900. AP Offensive Rookie Chris Olave at plus a thousand, and comeback comeback player Jameis Winston at plus eight hundred on a hundred dollar bet would get you eighteen million seven hundred ten thousand nine hundred dollars. Those are bets to the future. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest five G network. From big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal. So why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.